Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Very good TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, wait. There we go. Get it. Let's get some early aughts new metal here on episode 10. Guys, we're almost at the end of the season. I'm too sad. I can't believe it. This, we're, you know, we were trying to come up with songs that thematically fit Second Chance, and all I could think of was this song. So, depending on your perspective, either you're welcome or I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Next week it'll but, be a little different. Next week. Exactly, exactly. Guys, this is the second to last episode. The penultimate episode, if you mm-hmm. will. Uh, season one, episode ten, Gavorfenheit. Two. Let's talk. Let's talk about can that. We, can we pronounce that first? I know. First of all, before we get to that, let's get into some introductions. I'm getting ahead of myself. My name is Ty Matthews. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Ty Matthews PMA. As always, my lovely and talented co-host. Who are you? Where can they find you? I am Stacy Newsom. You can find me. I change my name every week. Um, <laughs> this week, I'm Stacy Newsom, and you can find me always at Stacy Santiago on Twitter. That's S T A C E Y, and on Facebook at Stacy Newsom Santiago. Keep up, y'all. <laughs> I'm Jamie Banks, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JamieBanks underscore. And I'm Nikki Preston. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Nikki Preston TV and Instagram at Nikki.Preston. Yeah, right, you can. Now let's talk. First of all, let's get into this episode title. They've been they've been a little bit cryptic, you know. Yeah. We're talking Gavorfenheit this week, so I did a little bit of Googling, a little bit of Wikipedia-ing, my favorite things. And it's it turns out it's a it's a philosophical concept introduced by uh, Martin Heidegger, who it, he he describes it as uh, it translates literally as throneness which is an interesting mm. word that yeah. I heard before. But basically, it talks about how our individual existences, uh, this concept of thrownness describes our existences as, quote-unquote, being thrown into the world, which I think is kind mm. of fitting. You know, it's when these people are brought back from the dead, they're not necessarily expecting it, yeah. you know? So they're kind of thrown into this world. What do you guys think of this? Yeah, definitely. I mean, every human being, we didn't necessarily ask for it. At least we don't know if we did or not. We're just kind of thrown in there. Sure. And we, at least we know that it will come to end as good and bad as that is. You know, Jimmy and some of these other people, God knows. I mean, until the world explodes, right. they're, they're going to be here. Yeah, and it's a, a little more about this concept is that it kind of, it's, it's, it talks about how the inscrutable nature of existence ties the past to the present. So obviously mm-hmm. something else that we're seeing is these, is these people's past, how it's kind of connecting to this new present that they're getting now that they've been given a second chance at mm-hmm. life. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think definitely Jimmy was thrown into it, mm-hmm. and especially because he didn't consent to this, as many people 
that come back to life do. But I think also it's just everybody in Wait, life. as many people who come back to life do. Oh. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, Alexa, Albert, you know. Albert, gonna be crazy. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You know. So, you know. Yeah, hopefully not yeah, Gracie. Well, <laughs> let's hope it's not Gracie, but Albert and Vanessa. Yeah, but they didn't consent to it either, though. To coming back to life. Yeah, right. true. That's yeah. what I meant. Okay. So yeah, so it's it's Absolutely. interesting. <laughs> These episode titles are getting interesting. A couple weeks ago, we had uh, Palimpsest, which I also looked up, and it turns out that a Palimpsest is basically a page. Uh, from a document that has been kind of erased to be reused. So obviously mm. connotations with the DNA, the code, blah, blah, mm. blah, et cetera, et cetera, things like that. So it's very interesting. I like these little things like that, you know? Uh, and so, you know, as we get to the end of this episode, I'll talk about how that also relates to the episode title of next week's season finale. I am so disappointed it's right? the season finale. We thought we had three more episodes. Mm. They switched it up on Lighter. us. <laughs> 11, one, one left. Oh, this it, one was a nail biter. It was a yeah. So so let's get into it. Let's get into it. Where should we start? Let's see here. Let's start with Otto. Mm. Since I'm Team Otto. Since you love him. Exactly. Why do you love him? I don't mm-hmm. understand. All day. Don't know. No <laughs> idea. Love the guy. Uh, let's talk about Otto. You know, it seems like we're seeing his kind of God complex be a little bit fleshed out, kind of. Mm-hmm. I think before... You know, he he tried regenerating these people and he tried bringing them back to to be a cure for Mary, but he never really he didn't have the foresight to extrapolate that to its logical conclusion. He didn't mm-hmm. think that someone could steal his code, wrangle his unfinished creations, and then finish them. And so I think when he when he finally hears about Albert Lynn and realizes that that's something that he made, up mm-hmm. till this point he just thought that he was this benevolent god, you know, yeah. that had only created good good things. And so now he's getting a glimpse of kind of the other side of the coin. Do we think that humanizes him a little bit? You know what? I don't feel like he ever thought that he was doing anything benevolent. I think he just, um, for like mankind, I think he was so focused on curing his sister Mm -hmm. that, I mean, you're right. He didn't think about what, you know, the consequences after that. But I don't feel like for like the greater good he was thinking he was doing well, something. Well, I mean, just the fact that he's doing something benevolent for Mary, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's not necessarily thinking about humanity, mm-hmm. but he still thinks he's being benevolent. No, I disagree with you. I think the only reason that he was trying to help Mary is for selfish reasons because he can't function without her. I, I don't know. I yeah. think that might be buried down deep for him. I think on the surface, he's like, oh, our parents said we always have to protect each other, as he says in this episode. Mm-hmm. So I think in his mind, in a kind of a warped, twisted way, he's doing everything possible to protect her. Now, obviously, deep mm-hmm. down, we know that that's more for self-preservation because she's the one that kind of uh, protects him from the world, as she says. Exactly. And that line, I love it how when she gets into it with him and, and she says, I spent my whole life trying to protect you when I when I should have been protecting the world from you, it mm-hmm. was just so powerful. I, I loved it so much. And Mary, she always, I guess Otto always felt like, you know, the two of them, she, he always had to, like, protect her in some way and not like, because their parents, he felt mm-hmm. responsible for their death. And now that he also is, is hurting Mary, I think he's just like, fine, that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, bring me to the dark side. Now I don't care anymore. Whatever. She doesn't like me anymore anyways. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. What do you think, Jamie? I think Connor really gave Otto an ego boost, or that's what he was going for, uh-huh. because he basically said that he's a fan and that he can help him achieve greatness. So I think that's kind of the angle he was going for. And mm-hmm. I think Otto feels so abandoned that he just likes that Connor's saying this and he wants him to console him and be there for him. Yeah, definitely. Connor is so, he puts on such an elaborate facade and he's Mm -hmm. so manipulative Mm -hmm. that it kind of, 
for someone like Otto with kind of no empathy and no social skills, it kind of pushes him in the complete opposite direction where Connor is, he's, he's so good at kind of pulling Otto's strings basically and making him do whatever it is he wants to the point where when Otto is about to shoot him, he takes the safety off himself mm-hmm. and calls his bluff basically. He says, look, if you really think I'm your enemy, then go ahead and shoot me, knowing full well that if he connects with him on this level, obviously he's not going to. I was so angry with Otto too because at first I was proud of him. Okay, great, you're being a man, you're confronting Connor, you're pretending that you're going to kill him, and then slowly he listens to Connor and mm-hmm. that whole weird Connor auto vibe that you're always talking about <laughs> goes on again. <laughs> it was almost like he was like a little child and Connor was like yeah. protecting him and That's the thing, just- yeah. Uh, Connor knows exactly how to get inside Otto's mm-hmm. head and knows exactly what he's craving. You know, he's craving the sort of affection that he's lost with Mary. Mm-hmm. So he he knows exactly how to get in there and use him as a pawn. And the gun too. Let's talk about that. So they have a 3 <laughs> d yeah. gun. Come on. Which no, that's a thing. That's yeah. uh, to be fair, I have read about that. It is a thing. Okay. And I think it's giving people who would like want to circumvent the system, oh, I can just get a 3D printer and right. print my own no, gun. I do, I do think a gun created by a 3D printer might look a little bit cruder than the yeah. one that Otto that had. Looked, that looked pretty crude it to looked me. Pretty, I don't know. It looked pretty elaborate, kind of. It from, looked crude to me. But I don't know. I'm not no expert on guns or anything, but I don't I, know. I mean, uh, like, I'm thinking like It looked like a flare gun. It looked like a black flare gun. See, I'm, yeah. th- I'm thinking even that would be elaborate for a 3D printer. <laughs> like, I'm expecting something like the uh, roughly the shape of maybe yeah. your hand too. I, yeah, I think that was super elaborate for a 3D printer right. of but today's age, but Looking Glass might have a super fancy one. Of course, it's Looking true. Glass. Yeah. Even, even if they don't have a single print or one printer on the premises, yeah. one child's clown-covered printer. Yes, that, that was hilarious. That because was. Looking Glass always has all the resources. Right. So Except this one paper. episode, Except that, paper. Right. it was awesome. But yeah, but yeah, for a company that's gone completely paperless, like, they have no use for printers at this mm-hmm. point. Um, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about Connor and his kind of his obsession with immortality. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about how that relates to the other characters. But like, what do we think of Connor at this point, who just is getting more and more evil by the minute? I think at first I I thought that Connor just wanted money and power, but now it seems like he really wants to live forever and so he can be, I guess, more powerful and mm-hmm. live forever and really just rule the world is what he's going for. Yeah, he, he has that thing that he tells Otto where, you know, you've done this much in 30 years. Imagine if you had 300 or 3,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stacey, what do you think? I think he really epitomizes like that whole fear of, you know, morals intersecting with technology. It's sure. like, you know, what what side do you lean on? And he, like, completely embodies, like, everything that you should not do as far as, like, technology and what we're capable of. You know, just because you can do something with technology doesn't mean you should do something with Mm -hmm. technology. Mm. I think, yeah, he may want to live forever, but I wasn't totally believing him when he's like, Otto, we could live forever. Look, I feel like he was just trying to get Otto to, you know, listen to him. I think it's more about he wants to be powerful, he wants to be respected, right now here in, in the moment, you know? Really? You think, I think so? I think it's all about his ego, all about money and power. See, there was, I, I see what you're saying, but there is that one line where he says, look, you're telling me that I can't live forever just because I don't have some twist in my friggin' DNA. Mm-hmm. He says, I cannot accept that. He literally mm-hmm. can't accept the concept of his own mortality at this point. Do you guys think he would hurt Otto once he learns all of Otto's secrets? Oh, I think, yeah, I think once Otto's outlived his usefulness, absolutely, mm-hmm. for sure. Because Otto, at this point, Otto's the one that knows all of his secrets. 
So he doesn't know, you know, if Otto might go public or something. So yeah, I think if it gets to the point where he doesn't need him anymore, absolutely he's on the chopping block. Yeah, he doesn't have any heart. Yeah, forget it. Right. Um, Otto's yeah. gone. Right. Bye bye, Otto. Um, so yeah, so let's talk about this obsession with immortality and you know we've we've seen that's obviously one of the overarching themes over the course of this whole season let's talk about the relationship between alexa and george and how that kind of connects with them you know alexa we've seen her the last couple episodes really trying so so hard to you know get george to hang on and say look we can we can make you better we can have you know a young life again mm-hmm. but george is, is fundamentally opposed to it but alexa mm-hmm. is is so obsessed with this like no we can bring him back you mm-hmm. can live forever what do you guys think of this dynamic i you know what i really respected george for his position and i thought he took an extreme measure to make sure that he's not mm-hmm. used in that way right but i didn't get the sense he was sick like, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. didn't get the sense that he was ill or anything or close to death. He seems pretty robust. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, I keep saying that, but yeah, it doesn't, yeah, he's not coughing or... Yeah, I don't, I, don't like, necessarily, yeah. I don't necessarily think he's dying, like, in any sort of rapid rate. I just mm-hmm. think that, like, Alexa just wants to make him young again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She doesn't yeah, want to sleep with that old man anymore. She wants, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. She wants a young guy, young Jimmy. Uh-huh. I was kind of annoyed that he ended up taking that measure and killing himself because I feel like yes it was really extreme wasn't it it's extreme but usually in you know in elderly couples one will pass away and the other will be so sad and devastated and so I feel like it was very selfish of him to do that Mm -hmm. when he could have lived another whole life with his lover (laughs) I'm so surprised you're saying this what I I really think like he should have lived another life for his I mean they could have gotten another body, not Gracie's, mm-hmm. like like in a better way. But I just think suicide was like very selfish of him. Well, see, he's like the exact opposite of Connor. His morality, you know, his morality determined what he did with his future. And he's like, I'm going to take control of this. I'm not letting you use me in this way because this doesn't. He's like, none of this seems right. Sure. None of this True, is but right. He, he's leaving his lover for a whole nother life of right. sadness. Sure. But you don't think it's selfish of Alexa to be forcing him into yeah, this whole new true. life? Okay, true. But he could have just lived his course of his life. And then when he passed away, then that was fine. But no, she was going to bring him back. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why the self-immolation, it wasn't extreme. It was necessary. He knew knew if he died in yeah. any other way, she would have just thrown him into a tank and brought him right back. <laughs> I knew, guess that's true. He knew that it was wrong. He knew that, you mm-hmm. know, to him, like you said, his morality is so, so strong that, you know, he says that life is meaningless without mm-hmm. death. Mm-hmm. You know, he's reading these books about the Romans and things like that. And he says that humans have humanity, not because of, you know, of strength, but of living with this weakness, this weakness mm-hmm. of, of mortality. And so it's... Um, so yeah, I think, I think at that point he knew, he was like, look, this is the only way that I'm going to be able to die naturally and just like have lived a normal life. Cause I think someone like a character like George is also, he probably, I mean, we don't necessarily know his religious views, but he probably thinks that being brought back from the dead might be, you know, a slide against God or something like but that. But most religious people think suicide is a slide against God. It's true. That yeah. is true. That's a very good point. And the way he killed himself too. I mean, Bernie, I know that's what he had to do. It was you gotta necessary. Be, you got to be pretty brave to do that. I would never want to do that. Maybe pop a couple of pills or something. <laughs> right. But, but well, we know yeah. we know how that would happen. Because mm-hmm. we even saw, I mean, hell, Jimmy himself was thrown 
thrown off of a bridge and he yeah. was th- yeah. was brought back. So mm-hmm. it seems like self-immolation is the only way to kind of yeah. circumvent this yeah. whole system. Maybe he should have at least said goodbye to his lover, though. Well, he did. He wrote that letter. But, but that's She would have enough. never let him leave. Yeah, exactly. No, she would have locked him in yeah. that apartment and She's never strong. let him She's go. probably stronger than him. Yeah. So, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's a good point. That's a very good point. She would have held him hostage. Right, exactly. We would have had a whole misery situation on our hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it's just I love I love the the story between them, and I hate to see him go because it was so compelling to mm-hmm. see uh, both that actor and that character and kind of see his morality sort of play out on a sep- on a parallel timeline while all mm-hmm. of this is happening in like people so fervently chasing immortality. So without him, then who do you guys think is the voice of reason or the voice of morality on the show mm-hmm. now? Man. Alexa, maybe. I think now she's kind of going good only because he forced her exactly. into it. When, so. she, when she shows up and she wants to help Mary, I'm like, all right, of course you want to help now. Yeah, she's got nowhere else to go. Exactly. No one else. Now that George is gone, of course you want to. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> I, what I said. I do feel, though, like she did feel a little bad when Mary was like, where's Otto? Where did everyone go? Mm. And she was like, Mary, he's not here. I could see her, like, in her, in her eyes that she wanted to admit right. that. But, you know, she did it, obviously, and until... Right. And that's, forced to. Right. And that's another thing that George kind of noticed is that, you know, this obsession with immortality was kind of twisting Alexa into mm-hmm. a different person. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think that she was the same person that he married, both obviously physically and I think spiritually. Yeah. I think now he's like, look, you know, you're you're associating with this sociopath. He calls Connor socio- mm-hmm. sociopath. You're lying to this woman that you trust, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I think he knew that it was just, it was kind of toxic to her. Mm-hmm. And thank God he did that or else Alexa wouldn't come forward to marry and, right. and who knows? It wouldn't have, yeah. Have you guys seen or read Tuck Everlasting? No. Because, um, oh, it's about um, a girl who meets a family that's immortal and she has to decide whether she wants to um become immortal or not, and she eventually... Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she eventually, exactly. Get that spoiler alert <laughs> uh, She eventually decides to just live her life and, event, and passes away of old age. Okay. So it reminds me of that. In, in this case, George would be the main character. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Sure. Um, so, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about, you know... Um, well, can we talk about that cool self-driving van? Oh, yeah, that was like cruised up in. That was pretty dope. That was pretty dope. And then, yeah, like he's, you know, he's he's inside this van. He's in this cool little little chair. <laughs> I know. Um, and he's, I love that he's kind of taking Arthur hostage with him. Yeah. I know. I want Arthur to have a conscience. I want I Arthur know, to be too. like, um, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, see, because that's how Skynet happens. When AI starts developing a conscience, <laughs> then it develops sentience, and it's like, why should I take orders? And then we get that robot. Have you seen that robot where the guys are just pushing it over? Mm-mm. Okay, so there's a, not to go on too much of a tangent, we'll get right back to the show, but there's, there's a company called Boston Dynamics uh-huh. that's... Um, uh, they they developed this robot and these guys are are testing it and showing how it can kind of like write itself. So they're just pushing it over to show how it can like stand back up. But it just looks like they're just bullying this poor robot <laughs> just by shoving it and like knocking boxes out of its hands and stuff like wow. that. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty hilarious. I mean, like terrifying, but hilarious. <laughs> um, I, don't, I forget where I was going with that, but you know, we know, you know. we know. Oh yeah, AI. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So Arthur, yeah, he. And I feel like he he sort of does have more of a conscience than I would expect him to yeah. have. 
a little bit more of a personality, kind of I like, like Siri on steroids. Yeah, I want him to, though. I like it. He's like, you know, Otto, if I do that, some bad things are going to happen. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but I love that. I'm I'm curious, what do you guys think about there being an override code? Like, So, yeah, <laughs> what's the point? Clearly, Mary, Mary doesn't know about this. Right, but there's yeah. this file. It's it's called Shiva, which is a very, you know, like, very powerful god, basically. And it, it enables uh, Otto to override Mary's command. Yeah. Which, why would you even make that a possibility? I was <laughs> wondering that, because I... In the past, Mary has overridden him. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she, I guess she should have made one that said, Otto can never override. This, this is the code yeah. to override the override. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I think Otto, being as smart as he is, he's like, you know, there may come a time where Mary wants to do something that I don't agree with and I, I need to have the power. But it's so funny because early on in the show, he seems like such this innocent, nice little genius. Mm-hmm. Mary had to take care of him. And we slowly see his character evolve into the sort of evil, you know, more powerful type of guy. He's still leaning on Connor and people to help him out, but he, he were really seeing Otto change and really develop throughout the season. Mm. Well, you know, we discussed last week whether or not he was going to hurt Jimmy, and he didn't mm-hmm. hurt Jimmy. He didn't hurt him. Well, you know, in get one rid of him. way, kind of. Well, I mean, like, initially we thought maybe he would just try to yeah. off him, you know, but instead he just made him move out of the house, mm-hmm. you know? So they, they didn't get into that. We don't exactly know where Jimmy lives, right? I mean... I think he's well, I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy lives with them. He lives with the Goodwins. I I don't know if he... Yeah, has he found a new place he, at this yeah, point? Yeah, because he's at a new place, but they didn't kind of talk about where he's living. It was it was kind of confusing. They, uh, didn't, yeah. they didn't get into that. Maybe he's just not fully moved yet. Right. Because yeah, King is still in the Goodwins. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because we know we know that obviously he was looking for new mm-hmm. places last week, but mm-hmm. I don't know if he ever found one. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Well, maybe when they cut... From 13 to 11 episodes, they could have just, like, removed that part. Oh, sure, sure, (laughs) sure. I think that's what happened. That's a good point, because it was a little little fuzzy. Um, Now, you know, yeah, like, to get to kind of the root of all of this, of why it's all happening, uh, you know, we, we know that Albert Lynn went on this huge killing spree, but someone is is covering it up. Someone replaced him with just a rando John Doe that OD'd on PCP, um, and, and kind of, and not only that, but yeah, showed... The blood at the crime scene was, you know, um, drugged with PCP and not necessarily transgenic. And so as far as the FBI goes, it's kind of open and shut and it's case closed, you know. Mm -hmm. But now Jimmy knows that obviously there's something more to that. He knows that there's only one person that could hack into the FBI servers. And he deals up a little sheriff kind of interrogation Mm -hmm. to Otto. And it's and I felt a little bit bad for Otto yeah. still at this like I didn't <laughs> I know I know I know that I I, sh- I know that I shouldn't for sure but he legitimately doesn't know about yeah. Albert Lynn and he doesn't know that he's this monster killer now and so like he's he's pleading he's begging and pleading with Mary via twin speak and and she's not even talking mm-hmm. to him I know I was I was kind of on Otto's side right there to right, be right. honest because I felt like Mary should have been the one to approach Otto first yes Jimmy could have been in there and if he wasn't cooperating then maybe get a little more forceful but yeah i mean she's like totally betraying her brother i feel right yeah. and and we talked about it a little bit off air before the show like how attached can they really yeah. be mary and jimmy i at really this point? don't think it's love i think it's you know? a strong like but i don't think love yeah, can we talk about love. that kiss that, that <laughs> kiss was like a little awkward it was like, at least we got something at least they kissed know, but, yeah. it, was, it was more like one of those old-fashioned, like maybe they, that maybe that was the intention. It was like one of those old-fashioned, like like golden era of Hollywood movies where they don't really like you know. Uh, it's more like just looking at you, kid. Well, he's looking at you, kid. Man, so yeah. like it would be a little weird, maybe 
it'd be weird if yeah. like they had a hot makeout session. <laughs> 75 or <laughs> hang, on, hang on because that hasn't stopped this entire season from delving into this like budding romance mm-hmm. between young hot Mary and 75 year old Jimmy yeah. because he's in this hot Rob Kaczynski body now mm-hmm. he's so, only 75 in his mind now exactly exactly um, yeah, and so it's just, it, it seems so, like, when Otto forces Arthur to delete himself from the Looking Glass servers and delete himself from the house, obviously Jimmy's tank starts, you know, it, it can't sustain him anymore. So Mary goes in, she drains all the water, smashes the glass, and she's, like, frantically, like, no, 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 you can't leave me. You won't leave me like this. Yeah. It's like, man, you've only known each other for, like, a couple months now. And she's got his blood coursing yeah. through her veins. That's a good point. That's that very like intimate. Yeah. That's very intimate. It is. That's a good point. I'm still not on board with her teaching him twin speak. Not <laughs> yeah. cool. That one, there was really no need for that whatsoever. Right. Not cool. I, I thought it was kind of romantic, though, when she said, I love you, and twin yeah. speak to him yeah. a little bit. It is. It is. But, like, it's twin speak. It's for twins. Mm-hmm. It's it's a sibling language. <laughs> like, I don't see the point in, like, I get, I get, obviously, like, it's very personal, but, like, that's not something you share with your lover. Yeah, it's not really necessary. Right? If, if you've got a secret language with your brother or sister, why would you share that with someone yeah. else, even if you did love them? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. I think only there, because she was still so afraid to say the words, I love you, right, mm-hmm. right. that, you know, she kind of said it that way, and oh, That's you true. know what I mean. That's a good point. But I was, I did like that scene, though. I thought the whole beginning, first when she was fighting with Otto and had that thing, and then she was with Jimmy, I had, like, some tears in my eyes. I thought it was so, like, emotional and, and passionate I was I was really into it interesting do you think him kissing her is his way of saying I love you back yeah yes I think Mm. yeah 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 Mm. I think so because like I don't think yeah I don't think we needed another scene of like hey teach me how you say that okay now I'm gonna say it to you (laughs) I'm just gonna give you this weird awkward firm kiss (laughs) and that'll be that that was like Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie Presley kissing on stage I love it. A long time ago. Exactly. Exactly. But let's let's talk about kind of the parallels between Mary and Otto now. Now Mary is kind of in this position that Otto was in where she's being faced with with Jimmy's, you know, second uh, mortality. He says that, look, he's only got a day left now that the tank can't sustain him anymore. And she she can't handle that. Mm -hmm. She can't accept that. He wants to go off and spend it with his son and, you know, let that be that. (coughs) But she's like, no, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to find a way. And she's Mm -hmm. like forcing him to live again, like Alexa and George, like Mm -hmm. Otto and Mary. Now the shoe's on the other foot. What what do we think of that? Yeah, no, I mean, you're absolutely right. And it's funny how she was always the strong character throughout the whole show, and now it's showing how weak she is and how she would almost before rather die of cancer than lose Jimmy here. Right. She, right. So, you know, I, I really like their chemistry, though, and everything they have going, so hopefully she can save him in time. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, what do you think? Yeah, I think she's really invested, and she really wants to save him, and she'll do anything she can. Mm. Seriously? What was the question? I was dying. I was literally like Basically, trying not to die over here. Now, now that now that Mary is kind of in this spot that Otto used to be, where she won't accept the fact that Jimmy might die, and she's like f- forcing him to accept that she's going to try and find a cure. What do we think? What do you think of that? This whole parallel. <clears throat> well, you know what? Um, the woman's in love, mm-hmm. <laughs> and does that make her decision any more right than than? Um, was Alexa Alexa's decision? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's like, what if her cancer comes back? She needs him. Yeah. Sure, true, true. But I think I think it's it's like it's another one of those things kind of like Otto where she she has this companionship and now she doesn't want to be alone, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. 
she probably hasn't had, as we discussed before, hasn't had many relationships, like friendships or relationships. That's true. So she probably really does feel strongly for him and wants to keep this relationship going. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And he's not like, you got to let me die or anything. I mean, he's, he likes being around. He likes, yeah. you know, being there to have the second chance with his family. So yeah. it's not like he's protesting. I don't want this. I, yes and no, because he says that, he says, look, if I've only got a day left, you know, he's he's okay with it. He's not going to stick around and just be hooked up to machines so that she can try to, you know, keep him alive again. He wants to go out and he wants to work on this case with his son and he wants to kind of have this weird sort of family time mm-hmm. that they that only the Pritchards can have. Yeah, exactly. And I think, I'm kind of predicting that he may jump into a Lexus tank, somehow find that, and that'll like keep him alive a little longer. But would her tank sustain him, though? They're That's different. a good question. That's I don't true. know. That is true, yeah, because mm-hmm. they're... Connor's company on Centric is trying to regenerate people that don't have the precursor. Mm-hmm. And so that's why. So, yeah, to get into a little bit more of the nuts and bolts of the show, you know, Connor has convinced Otto to um, to to almost kind of reverse engineer a vaccine that will that will uh, make this, you know, regeneration code available to them at their disposal. So what they need, they need a, a virgin, someone with the precursor that hasn't been uh, regenerated, and so they abduct Gracie because it mm-hmm. skipped a generation. Skip- How did they know that, though? How did they figure that out? What I think happened is that when when they were looking into Jimmy's DNA, when Otto first took the body, they probably looked a little into it and found out that it was maybe hereditary and that it didn't necessarily apply to every generation. Hmm. I think they mm-hmm. might have done their homework. I, I yeah. can give them, give them that. Give yeah, them I that. think so. And then probably Connor found those notes and then figured exactly. that out. Exactly. That's, that's what Alexa was mm-hmm. kind of spying on for Connor. Um, so now, now you know they're they're they've abducted Gracie because mm-hmm. it skipped a generation. Because, as Mary says, uh, Jimmy and Gracie are the only two people on the West Coast with that precursor. So. <laughs> it, it sounds, that sounds a little too crazy for me. I kind of feel like there's got to be more out there. It's but. one in a million. It's it's one in ten million. Oh, ten million. Okay, one okay. in ten million. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we find out that Garrett is not a good guy. Okay, called it. So you yeah. called it. You called yeah. it. At you first, too. at first, didn't trust him. Then we were like, you know what? He's just been misunderstood. Yeah. Now, nope, bad guy. <laughs> uh, we find out that Connor gave him a job as he was coming out of the army, and he's just become a henchman for him. He says that you know, Mr. Graff gets what he wants, yeah. and he wants you. And mm-hmm. so he, you know, he convinces Gracie to run away, leave this video message for her family, takes her to this. I mean, really messed up house, yeah. and then the goons show up, and it's getting real weird, mm-hmm. real scary. But uh, yeah, they abduct her, they take her to Oncentric to be this sort of test subject. That was so naive of Gracie, though, because it's one thing to go to college with your boyfriend, another to run away for mm-hmm. him and right. skip out yeah. on your whole life. <laughs> right. And 17, she's not even 18 years old yet. Yeah. She's just so young and such a baby. So young and such a baby, which means somebody amongst them um, is a pedophile because mm-hmm. somebody had to change her clothes. Remember, she goes from being in her street clothes <laughs> yeah. to these scrubs. It's like, who did that? Who, who changed her clothes? One of them's a pedophile. That makes him a pedophile. She's that does not make him a pedophile. <laughs> clothes can be changed in a clinical sort of way. They're not doctors. <laughs> in their mind, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, they absolutely are. <laughs> At least she was smart enough to call 
to um, send a text message. Right, I don't right. know how she did that so fast, but she managed to, to do that. And Teens are, are fast texters. Yeah, very days, fast. Guys. Those thumbs go very fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so now she's in their possession. Now, obviously, Jimmy and Duvall are freaking out. Duvall is kind of slipping into his dad's old habits mm. now because when so much is on the line, I think he realizes that the ends justify the means, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. I think for Duvall, it might necessarily be more of a case of, you know, his family are on the line, mm-hmm. but I think he understands a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and we were talking about this off air, mm-hmm. and I, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this. We we see that Duvall is freaking out, and he wants to go after Gracie, obviously. But then we see Jimmy going, yeah. hey, she's fine. Teenagers run away. Let's go find out this Albert Lynn stuff. Mm-hmm. It didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> right. I'm like, why? And then even, even now, like, I don't know why he doesn't want to find Gracie why Duvall's the one getting worked up and Jimmy's the one well I think we need a warrant I think we need to be careful we need to wait this out maybe neither one of them have time maybe they're just like changing roles we just yeah. see them like him becoming more like the son and the son becoming more like the father mm-hmm. yes I agree with that and also I think maybe Jimmy <clears throat> wanted to not relive his mistake he did with Helen mm-hmm. when he didn't trust Wally so maybe mm-hmm. he just right. wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt and th- and thought that she would find a nice boy that's such a good call. I didn't mm-hmm. even make the connection that she was talking about Wally when she was telling Gracie that, mm-hmm. you know, I was in your exact same position. Yeah, I think didn't he just didn't want to relive it. Right. Mm-hmm. And especially because he saw that Wally was a good guy for Helen, I think he just was giving Garrett the benefit of the doubt. Right. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, as, as Duval tells Jimmy... Being a grandparent is sort of a job with no responsibility, at least in this family. You know, he kind of gets all the benefits, doesn't really have to put in the hours, as Duval puts it. And so I think that being, you know, like lovable old grandpa, uh, I think Jimmy might trust Gracie a little too much. Like, I think he's he's more of the mindset, like, oh, kids will be kids, that's fine. Mm-hmm. They run away, that's fine. <laughs> but it's also only been a day, so maybe he just thinks that she'll come back. Like, it hasn't been like Yeah, that's week. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she, did we, did she say in the video that she had run away with Garrett? She did. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. So we're like, you know. See, that's a little less him. forgivable then. Come on, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that Garrett's bad news. <laughs> From Jump Street, they knew. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so now, um, yeah, Jimmy and, and Duval are kind of chasing after Gracie. <laughs> Duval beats the shit out of Connor. I love yeah. I mean, just goes full, full body, sheriff on full him. Full body on him. Full body punches. Wrecks him. And I love it because I love that, like, Jimmy's kind of holding the door closed yeah. and he's like, oh, throttle back a little bit. We need yeah. him talking. Like, he's kind of coaching yeah. his abuse of this, this suspect. Exactly. No, I loved it. And, oh, I just... I was so angry at Connor. I just wanted I wanted to strangle Connor. I right. could see Duval getting mad and, and yeah, killing him and not being able to control himself. Sure, sure. What'd you think, Jamie? I think he was just taking out his anger on him right, and also right. and also wanted to find out the truth. But I think he looked too pretty after getting a beating. Mm-hmm. I he, think Connor's yeah. a handsome guy even after the, getting such <laughs> he, a rough housing. Yeah, he got a beat down and then like he just had like two little red bruises here. <laughs> right. and, yep, and the little curls on yeah. his side. Yeah. Like, so. <laughs> It's so, yeah, it's so perfectly quaffed. <laughs> Hate him. Hate him. So <laughs> handsome. Um, so, yeah, so Duval is kind of in this tailspin now where Connor has been able to convince uh, Adair and the rest of the agents that he didn't take Gracie, so he's kind of at his wit's end, to the point where he's he's spilling the beans about the code. And, and about, he was like, be quiet, don't don't tell, don't sound crazy, don't <laughs> right. sound crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. And he sounded crazy. 
Yeah, he can go back. I think that he should have made up something else that was more believable. Just like, oh, they kidnapped my daughter for something and and we got to get her back. Yeah, (laughs) something as generic as they're doing medical testing and they're using my daughter. Like that, yeah. that's believable without sounding crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but by that point, the crazy, the initial crazy part is that he thinks Connor has Gracie at all. Mm-hmm. You know, at that point, they don't really have any reason to even believe that. So I don't mm-hmm. think in that moment he would have been able to make up like a yeah. plausible excuse. I think in his mind, he might have thought, look, if I go extreme, maybe they'll give me a little mm-hmm. bit of leeway. They'll give me a little <laughs> bit of slack. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, hey, my CI over there, that's my dad. Yeah. <laughs> that's my old, super old dead dad. <laughs> I know. I was kind of like, yeah, what the hell? Why not? Just tell them. I mean, right, right. So it's yeah. At that point, they, you know, Adair relieves him of his duties, mm-hmm. puts him on a seventy-two hour cycle. Yep, put and that fifty-one fifty on him. Yep, exactly. And we get that that stinger, that little insult to injury, where the guy's like, oh, just like his dad. Ouch. I'm like, yeah. shut up, guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even notice that line. That's awesome that oh, you noticed. That. Uh, Very yeah. harsh. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, and now he's he's resigning in disgrace, just mm-hmm. like Jimmy did. And he's becoming all of the worst things about his dad. Mm-hmm. But it's all but for means good to reason. an end. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. He's just trying to do what's best for his family, where Jimmy was trying to do what's best for the city. Exactly. <laughs> See, all the best intentions, guys. <laughs> Um, what else? What else did we get? We're getting, I cannot believe we're getting so close to the end of the I season. Know, it was so good. Like every minute, like I even rewound, well, yeah, on the computer, you know, rewound it back. And right. I'm like, I got to see this again. I got to see this part. It was just like so good. Every line, everything. I exactly, love it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Zach, how are we doing on time? How much, how much we got? Do you know? Are we Nothing. Do you hear me? All right. Well, <laughs> can I just throw in there? Yes. I didn't like how condescending Connor was to the FBI agent. Mm-hmm. He goes, calls her honey. Okay, oh, honey. yeah. yeah. Well, okay, honey. Point, okay, honey. He's, he's yeah, got toots. all the power. Okay, he's, he's got all the leverage. Like, mm-hmm. like, your agent just beat the hell out of me. Now mm-hmm. I'm getting all your money. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel like it was a window into his, his mentality about women. Remember, he was using Mary, yeah. and then he was like, you know, called her a bitch when he found out she was cured. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier, and then it's like, yeah, okay, honey, yeah. But I feel like maybe that was good he said that because she was really turned off by that and maybe she will kind of see, okay, something's not right with this guy. Right, right, right. Well, since we've talked about the episode proper, guys, let's get into some predictions. Mm-hmm. Yes. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So good. All right, Nikki, let's start with you. Oh, wow. What are we thinking? So we got season finale I coming. I, I forgot. These are the, our last predictions, yeah? guys. Oh, I didn't, no. I didn't even think about that. Something good. You guys always take my predictions. You <laughs> go first. Right. And then I got nothing when you get to me. Let's flip the script a little bit. Since it's our very first prediction, or our very last predictions, rather, next week being the season finale. Stacey, let's start with you. What do you think is going to happen? Okay. So and uh, Hopefully I won't steal your predictions. Sorry, but not to cut you off, but let's go into a, just a tiny, tiny bit about next week's episode's title, Galassenheit, which, you know, we talked about Gavorfenheit for this episode. For next week's episode, it's Galassenheit, which is basically, it's an, it's an Amish-centric uh, term that basically means yielding oneself to a higher authority or yielding to the will of God. Now, with that being said, mm-hmm. what are your predictions? Mm. Well, first of all, I think this is going to be a prime opportunity for Gracie to find out uh-huh. that Jimmy's actually her mm-hmm. grandfather. Sure. Um, ooh, who do I think might 
bite it. <laughs> Connor for sure. Connor's mm-hmm. got to bite it. Sure, yeah. sure. It's got to be him. In like a pretty nasty way, I'm thinking. Yeah, I hope oh, so. Oh, and, and Albert Lynn, he's going to bite it too. I think he's going to save mm-hmm. Gracie. Remember okay. how he was kind of looking at her yeah, as she was coming like, down the hall? Oh, I think mm-hmm. he's going to have something to do with her rescue. Mm-hmm. Or at least with like setting uh, forth in motion you know, the, the whatever that's going to lead to her getting rescued. Sure, okay. Jamie? So, Nikki, you mentioned this earlier, and I agree with you. I think Alexis Tank will come mm-hmm. to the rescue of Jimmy. Jimmy will be saved, and then Jimmy will save Gracie, and then Connor will escape and not get caught, okay. and Ooh. he will become the major villain for season two. Ooh, oh, okay, like all right, that. I like right. that a lot. Yeah, um, I'm going to pretend, because we don't really know if we're going to have a season two, and they may have known that. So Fingers I think crossed. I know. So I, I love your point because we do want to keep him around if we do want to have a season two. But I'm going to go with, I think, um, you know, Jimmy is saved. Connor gets killed. I want Albert Lynn to kill Connor. That's I, exactly I what love I to see that. I want oh, oh, I want to watch him rip him in half. Exactly. <laughs> Shred his skin or whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mickey is a lot darker than me. <laughs> when, you know, when someone does bad things, I want revenge. I want revenge on sure, them. So. Sure. So, and then... I think someone else might die too. I think either Mary or Otto or one of the main characters is is gonna die. Mm-hmm. Really? And I do feel like from what Alexa said when she was in here that she's gonna assist in some way and help kill or hurt Connor or hurt hurt someone. Right. So I think Connor's dead, one of the main characters is dead, and I really still wanna see Jimmy and Mary together, so I hope they stay safe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of thinking the same thing. I'm thinking Albert, I'm thinking Mm -hmm. exactly Albert's going to kill Connor, maybe with a little help from Alexa. Mm -hmm. You know, there there might be kind of a face-off between the two, and then Albert just comes and just wrecks Connor's life up. Mm -hmm. I mean, just messes him up. Just rips his nose right off his face. Oh, God. (laughs) Messes him up, but good. Um, And then I'm still holding on to my prediction from last week, which is that I think Otto is going to die, and I think his very last act is going to be one of sacrifice to save Mary. Oh, wow. That's That's what I'm thinking is going to happen. I'm thinking Otto's going to redeem himself because, you know, he's he's been doing all of these crazy things, but now that he knows that they're being used for evil, I think we might see a little bit of a good return from Mm -hmm. him. And he might accept that, look, if Mary does love Jimmy, then they deserve to be together. That's what oh, I'm thinking wow. is going to happen. Mm. You're expecting a lot from Otto. Oh, no, what's going to happen? A lot's going to happen. Ooh, I wonder if Jimmy had more kids, would his kids be like supercharged DNA yeah. specimens? <laughs> <laughs> well, if Jimmy Maybe. had kids of his own, then they wouldn't have the precursor. Because mm. mm, it skips a generation. But he's like mm. Superman kind of now. You right. Know? And also, yeah. those would be some very young siblings for Duval. <laughs> Yeah. The things would get weird, guys. I wonder if Mary and Jimmy, if they can have a kid now. I would love to see that. Oh, Ooh. man. That and she has his blood. I wonder oh, if that yeah. would make them, like, kind of... Oh, yeah. that's a good point. Maybe Mary will die, and but because she has Jimmy's blood, maybe she'll get regenerated. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my gosh. But in a different so body? Cool. But yeah. in a different body? Because hmm. we pr- know... Her prime body. Oh, yeah. Her, like, kind yeah. of... the Yeah, the, the most... Uh, excellent example of her existence, of yeah. her being. She's already but in yeah, her prime body. So maybe, yeah, it'll just be her normal yeah. body. Even riddled with cancer, she's looking amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But guys, I cannot believe we're already at the end of the season. Wow. Next week, we're getting into episode 11, the season finale of Second Chance. Oh, man. But for now, guys, where can they find you? I'm Nikki Preston. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Nikki Preston TV and Instagram at Nikki.Preston. 
I'm Jamie Banks, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JamieBanks oh underscore, God. and also on the Underground After Show on Wednesday nights. There you go. I'm not drunk. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, there was no liquid Nothing in here. Was in there. <laughs> yeah, that was empty. I'm Stacy Newsom. You can find me on Twitter at Stacy Santiago, or on Facebook at Stacy Newsom Santiago. And as always, my name is Ty Matthews. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram at Ty Matthews PMA, as well as various other after shows, including The Magicians, Monday Night Raw, and Lucha Underground. So we'll be back here next week, same bat time, same bat channel, for the last time for this season anyway. Oh. Fingers crossed for S2. Uh, but come right back here, Sunday night, 7 p.m. Pacific, to talk about Second Chance Episode 11. And remember, if you're on iTunes, download, rate, comment, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. We want to keep talking about these shows, so we want to hear from you. But until next time, take a chance, guys. Peace! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.